2: Welcome to another episode of the One Was Have Dream podcast. Uh, As ever, my name is Lee Finch and I will be joined tonight by Danny Baker. Uh, We have no guests on uh, because we put questions out to the fans to ask us any questions and we'd answer it as honestly as we can. We have had hundreds of questions and I'm not even exaggerating. We had loads. So we'll try and go through them a little bit later. First off, we're going to be discussing the game against Cheltenham. Another loss, which brings it to 20... games without a win. Uh, we'll move on to the statement that was put out by the Don's Trust Board and the PLC Board regarding Robbo uh, being in the job, uh, the question from fans, and, and then we'll do a review of the Cambridge game. But, so let me introduce Danny Baker. How are we, Danny? You all right?
3: I'm absolutely marvellously. Good, good. Talking about questions, can yes. we talk game shows?
2: I was actually going to talk to you about TV.
3: Oh, that's wonderful. I love how all of our two minutes of scheduling and planning has come into fruition here. Go on, you can know. I mean, I, I was I'm big, games. big I f- fly away.
2: I'm a big fan of The Apprentice.
3: Oh, god, right? Yeah, but I like because you're a like robber, aren't you? And you're fired, that's what you're after.
2: No, no, no. What cracks me up about is I'm a big Lord Sugar fan, uh, not big, I'm not a big fan of Karen Brady, uh, but I like, I, I used to like Claude on it. Big, big fan of Claude. Claude's gone now, unfortunately. But I just find it quite funny that these people, they do quite well in their professions. They've got quite a bit of money, I'm guessing. They earn quite quite well. And then they get on The Apprentice and they act like absolute like donuts. It's good TV, mate. Yeah,
3: but... They must get hundreds of people applying. They must think this boy this or this girl is an absolute melon. Let's get them on.
2: Yeah, but it's like, they're meant to be smart people that you're going to get a hundred grand given to you. If you
3: were, if you were Lord Sugar, Lord Finch, what challenge would you set the uh, apprentices?
2: Uh, try and win a game of football as a football manager, because it's not for everyone, is it?
3: No, no. Well, <laughs> Rob, Robbo's been in the boardroom. We've already seen the statement.
2: I didn't see. Didn't I? Didn't say Robbo. Oh.
3: Well, I've I've said it. He's he been in the boardroom. But if you were to do a game show, Lee, the reason why I bring it up, obviously, I'm super clever. Any other Wallington boys out there, the Wally boys, crew Till I Die, um, will know how clever I am. Um, and Mrs Baker, obviously, has been demanding for me to go on a game show. So my question, Lee, to you is, if you were to go on a game show, which one would you go on?
2: Well, I would have gone. Strengths, Lee. Think gone about there. your
3: strengths, think about your weaknesses.
2: Deal or no deal.
3: Don't be. Such. It's not even. That's not a game show. I'm not having
2: that. Well, it was a game show? No you, you must... on... no that's why. I, that's why I'd be good on it. There's no questions. Well, there is yeah, questions. What?
3: What happens Fox? if you lose your power? Your power like, rents.
2: I like the chase. Yeah. Big fan of the chase. Which, and I think I could.
3: Chasers would. You could beat all of them. I've I met could beat and he's an excellent
2: bloke. I could beat the chasers. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, but well, not, no, not, not questions. I love, because the questions are like multiple choice at first. so It's just like a guess. Yeah, and but then it's, then it's
0: I, not at the end,
3: is it? That's the point. Would you, you take,
2: take a minus have... offer? Huh? Would you ever We're take not, a minus?
3: No, I'm taking the 50 grand, mate. I'm backing the ability. <laughs> I
2: was blessed with. And then you're out first, and it weakens the team yeah, straight yeah, away.
3: Watching everyone else. Watching everyone else well, what are you going
2: on? Yeah, Blockbusters yeah. or something?
3: Mum has been adamant that tipping point is where I'm at. Tipping
2: point ain't a game show even that is silly it's Of course re- it is
3: its it got questions that you ask to earn money Yeah
2: but it's ridiculous
3: No Tipping point Tenable That's good
2: um, Awful program
3: Easy Tenable. I like pointless celebrities I love the uh, name Pointless celebrities
2: I, I, I like pointless But it's really hard Don't be stupid Luke. No one ever wins I win all the time And also It rolls over for about 10 weeks Right and they go Right it's rolled over for 10 weeks now Your grand prize is £2,000 It's like Wait a minute mate It's like nothing the one what the one that I found that was really hard
3: when I was younger was fifteen to one. Oh my god, I used to watch that thinking, what is going on here? You'd
2: you'd be the weakest link. Goodbye. Yeah. But the I, I should be I'd be good at tipping point because I live by I, the seaside.
3: I think we should go on bullseye.
2: Some, Me and yeah. you,
3: you can be sort of like the dart player. I'll be the genius. You know, 101 and three darts. I was on a stag weekend last weekend, dominated the dart board. I mean, what can I say?
2: What do you play? Cricket round the clock?
3: I we play Killer, but what we did is each time we play Killer, we added a new rule each time. Oh,
2: yeah, two was, shots.
3: They were obviously I wasn't because I was winning all the time because I'm that good, you know.
2: Just Have you been to the darts?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, went mate. to Smurfs once.
2: We uh, the bet well it weren't at the darts, but it was at Butlins. Well, went to Butlins on a stag do, and we dressed as the army men from Toy Story, nice. and we would just freeze in front of people, uh, and they were loving it. Everyone was loving it. Photos galore. They Literally, the, the amount of photos I would have been in, like women would have been going home and their boyfriends would have been like, Who's this kid? Can you imagine
3: other? going to the bogs, all the urinals you just freeze in front of all the urinals,
2: mate? I had all <laughs> we painted ourselves all green and everything. Oh, mate, it looked amazing.
3: So, anyway. so your sand deal or no deal is your game show of choice?
2: Well, yeah, it's easy, no questions, just what box
3: sums it up, sums you up beautifully.
2: All right. Let's move on. So, Cheltenham, Chilks. One one up, 80 minutes gone. Getting three points here. First win in 20. And we capitulate.
3: Well, the first thing I need to get off my chest is I didn't watch it. So it's very, very difficult for me to talk too much about it. But what I would say is, it is, I was desperately, un- like, desperately gutted when I was literally was like, right, we'll one nil up, we'll one nil up, we'll one nil up. It's just annoying that we can't, we're just so low on confidence that we just can't finish, finish out games. It's just like, it's it's sort of uh, you're starting to get that real like impending doom, aren't you? Really are when when we're one up. From what all reports, Cheltenham were particularly poor, and then we just started to try and defend and defend. From what I read, and and we just fell you, apart.
2: You you go one nil down, and then literally like, within sixty seconds, ninety seconds, you're looking at your phone. It's now two one.
3: I can believe it. We were one nil up. I literally walked hundred yards out down the road to go and get some refreshments, obviously. And I literally looked at my phone, it was two on down. And I was just like, yeah. what? And then I, I mean, didn't even know there's that third goal. And it's just it's like, that's just a massive opportunity, like a the, huge opportunity.
2: The defending was shocking. It was amateur basic stuff again that we just can't get right. And as I said, we, we've just given our centre back a three and a half year deal. And, and he looked awful on Saturday again when, when we were put under any pressure whatsoever. Do you know what I mean? It's, we should, and what's happened to the cell?
3: I don't know, mate. I mean, I, but that chance. That out, have you seen the so, chance that he missed? I saw the chance that he missed. But he's so in and out. Him and Madoni, they are so... Also, championship league two, thought, they're all over the shop.
2: I also thought he was a Moroccan.
3: That's what I thought. I said and that to he my was, dad earlier.
2: He was training with the Moroccan like international team, first team. I think it was their first team. And now he's gone to England under-20s, which is good, obviously, but... Can we close the door on Mabude now? Can we just like
3: draw a line under the whole Mabuda? Nah,
2: but before? he was decent again on Saturday.
3: What do you mean again?
2: Two well, two games in a row. He's been probably one oh, of what, our best players. How was he
3: decent the one before?
2: What when he played up front? With uh, what when we should we should have beat who would be played? I forget we'll now, have forget now,
3: because Lincoln.
2: Yeah, but we should yeah, but with him and uh Zach Robinson up front, we should have won that game. And I thought them but two looked it, so much better the, than the, what we've had. It, wasn't
3: that to uh, boot, was it?
2: Yeah, it was. And also... uh How was Lawrence? Was he all right? Uh, he he came on and he, he looked good on the ball and stuff, which you know you're going to get with him, but it's probably too late. I I don't, I don't get why we put Cosgrove straight back in when the interview in the morning, it's what winds me up right. as I, I was, He's staying stuff on Twitter and stuff and it does annoy me. It might be little mistakes and stuff, but Robbo in his interview before said Cosgrove probably won't be back until the last few games of the season. Yeah. And then literally like three or four hours later, he starts.
0: Can we talk about the
3: elephant in the room, Lee? Here, Lee Brown, yeah. what's going on? Like, he's fully oh. fit, apparently, not selected. We had George Marsh the week before. You can't tell me that we're picking um, a sub goalie over Lee Brown, please. Don't tell me that.
2: I don't get the Lee Brown situation either. Because where is we he had
3: Marsh last week? I, I
2: see some mad things though. Some people put on thing that they thought it might have been the club because he got the guy sent off and it shouldn't have been a sending off. So we've kind of gave yeah. him a one match ban ourselves, which is, I think is total nonsense. Uh, but He was
3: good against Lincoln, I thought.
2: I don't, I don't mate, I don't get it. He's one of our best players. Strong. He, he gives a shit, get, gets people going. People, there is mad shouts that he should play if player play a manager, which because no. of one interview that he's done, no. I, I, I don't want him anywhere near the manager's job. Unfortunately, maybe one day he'll be a really good coach and manager. But at the moment, he's a left back. He's got no coaching experience, no managing experience. He can't be getting a job because he said a few swear words on an interview. So why is
3: he not being picked then? Like I don't get it. Like he's fit, he's okay to be played, even ah, if mate. you don't start him. He's got to be on the bench for a sub keeper, surely.
2: What I don't like though is the Portsmouth Echo started reporting on it. It's yeah, like, what, actually, what the Portsmouth? Your why the Portsmouth it's your
3: newspaper rag isn't it?
2: No, no, I'm not. No, I'm Southend, mate. Portsmouth's miles away. Yeah,
3: but I mean, but when you want a good fishing chips, you go to Portsmouth. You don't go to South End.
2: You go Southend, but why did you give it? Why does Portsmouth still give a shit about Lee Brown? Seriously.
3: Well, you know he's, he, left. he's a good. He was a good, a good servant there. But yeah, but, like, who gives in, a, two weeks we've had basically the best player from the game before not being selected, and it being under a cloud. Now I don't, I don't really understand where we're at. And like we said before, it's that weird one where we're in a position now. where, frankly, we've just got to take. You know, egos aside, take personality aside. We've got to play our best Yeah,
2: players. but we, we've said this before, Danny. There's too many egos at Wimbledon. There's too much arrogance, I believe. So why I mean? is
3: Lee Brown not... He's not arrogant. He just said it how he was, didn't
2: he? I think you understand my comment when I say there's too much arrogance. It's coming yeah. from the management team if they're not picking oh, him. sorry.
3: Yeah, but what's what what, that got to do with Lee Brown
2: then? Well, maybe because there are people, again, putting two and two together and coming up maybe five, saying that because he called out that some of the players... Because I've heard, I've heard big rumours that apparently Rudy and Robbo don't talk unless it's on the training ground. Them two are not allowed to speak to each other That's unless really it's hard. on a tra- Unless it's on a training pitch, Why Robbo and Rudy played? will not speak to each other. But we we have to speak about that a little bit later regarding statement because there's a couple of other things regarding Lee Brown, regarding George Mars. Well, She's let's go straight. to speak.
3: Cheltenham to... was again another missed opportunity. We're now running out of time massively. Well, this, we want, want to be positive. Them. We want to
2: be positive. And someone said it was quite funny. Last week, they listened to the show and uh, it's typical football fans, typical Wimbledon fans. We were very, very negative throughout the whole episode. And then at the end, we were like, we're going to win 3-1.
3: Exactly. (laughs) Any news on this new lad, Lee? Have you, I mean, just watching, you
2: know... Walshall fans said he's the worst striker they've ever had.
3: Jesus.
2: Uh,
3: They've had had some pants.
2: And and when we... I heard rumours we're signing a League One Striker, I was like, oh brilliant!" He played like what ten games for Oxford, didn't score. A goal. He's not not scored a goal in in foot English football.
3: God, nice. uh, then I heard he
2: played for France. Like he was, he was doing well in the French leagues. And I looked, it was like Troy's two, like their reserves.
3: it just felt like, literally, why are we just constantly gambling on these players? Like they're clearly it's
2: numbers, mate. He's cheap. It's a it's a body in. He might have a little bit of pace about him. I don't know. I haven't seen any of him there yet. There must but. be
3: a free agent, Lee. Well, he is. There must be some guy out there who is re- much better. I mean, where's Lloyd Sam? Where's he?
2: Where's he's he- another we just the problem is we had we we every year we always have a Lloyd Sam. But this year we've had about four or five what? Lloyd Sam's. Do you know what I mean? And talk about free agents. You see Terrell Thomas.
3: I was gonna to talk to you about that. I literally just read that he's gonna read him. He's over in the championship. What?
2: Again, they're another club literally and he close was to
3: only at Crew.
0: Like, yeah, wow. but
2: they're another club that's close to going bust. I think so. You're reading cheap option. Yeah, I think they're really think they're gonna Stay always. up now, though. What with Joe Thomas? Yeah, the well, back. Think
3: Peter, Peterborough are a bit a bit adrift. Barnes won three one the other day, didn't they? Yeah, but I don't think they're particularly close to Reading. I don't think. There's but uh,
2: yeah, I just yeah. Let's should we move on and we're we'll talking yeah, about it, the it, statement, let
3: say, Paulie. Let's get to the juicy stuff.
2: Right, okay. When we're back, we'll discuss the statement that was put out by the Don's Trust and the PLC board.
3: The Wombles had a dream podcast. By the fans,
2: for the fans. So we're back and we're going to be discussing the statement that was put out regarding Robbu and the management team. Uh, he's, what is it the vote of confidence I think it pretty much is, isn't is it Danny I, I would, would have said
3: say- so yeah if, 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 I don't know if it's an old fashioned because the old fashioned vote of confidence used to be we're backing the manager but if you lose another game he's going that's what it used to be now yeah. what do you what do you make of it and go on you kick us off because we would be literally speaking just a minute off air what, what do you make of it
2: uh, I, I'm quite glad that a statement has come out I think it should have yeah. come out around a, about five games ago if they were back in Robbo which they have done uh, the silence was, I think, what was annoying a lot of fans because a lot of people, I think, have now turned onto the Robo-out train or got, got on board that train at the moment. Uh, and this might make people move again back to the Robo-in, saying, look, he's here now. Let's support the boys. Let's support Robo and the team, which I kind of get. There was a couple of things in it I didn't really like. Go on. Uh, about the... Uh, I'm trying, sorry, I'm just getting it up in front of me so I can go through it so we talk facts about the football committee.
3: Yeah, they literally slaughtered it, didn't they? they Budgeted, it.
2: Yeah, which Robbo is part of the football committee. So. Uh, and I understand that, unfortunately, Robbo didn't have the final say regarding any players that came in. So that was Joe Palmer, yeah, who would have had that final say. And I know Joe Palmer's gone, so we shouldn't really rip, rip him too much. But he has as much football knowledge as, say, me and you do. Yeah. But he was our CEO, so he made the final decision who we were signing, which I don't get. I think it always should be the head coach or manager. The football committee, I know that we've we've given him some stick, but you think Will Daniels is part-time. He has a full-time job at a betting index. So he does his part-time. We have two part-time scouts yeah. and Robbo is involved in the football committee. So you've just ripped it to bits, but Robbo is in it.
3: I mean, it's a little bit Brent in terms
2: of David Brenton. The board have signed off
3: more senior resource for the football panel to ensure full alignment and to add further expertise to our efforts to it. identify the best players on an ongoing basis. Now, to be blunt, Sam Cosgrove is absolutely not been done through any kind of process. That is someone going, hello, this guy's available. Would you like him? Yes. And even Robbo said the same thing about Ossai, Derek Ossai, where is Yao, on the fact that he said an agent contacted him and said, I've got this lad, do you want to have a look at him? He had a look at him. He's had a trial and he's gone in. What's interesting, though, is that the whole conversation around personality and person traits and behaviour profiling has gone totally out the window. And it's also interesting, the actual conversations around, interestingly, the wording, uncompetitive budget, uncompetitive playing budget. That's what it said. Whilst the stadium build has resulted in an uncompetitive playing budget. So, again, going back to the Robo stuff, they're, again, almost... With every sentence, they're kind of giving him an out by saying, "Well,
2: look,
3: you know, we've, we've given him a budget that isn't worth. You can't compete on."
2: But the budget—this is where my thing—and you know, I hate budget talk, and I, I'm not one. You for do San... hate
3: budget talk. That is correct.
2: But the budget has nothing to do with the substitutions that are being made. Like on Saturday, the oh, budget has nothing to do with the formation that we play, which is four, three, one, uh, four, three, four, two, three, one Sorry, which has nothing to do with the budget. Has nothing to do with the football committee. Uh, the budget football committee has nothing to do with who picks the players and drops the Lee Browns, the George Marshes, the Chislets. Do you know what I mean? The football budget has nothing to do with players out of form like Aya Basel and Radoni when they drop out of form, drop in form. Yeah. That has got nothing to do with the football committee or the budget. So we're just we're a team that don't do excuses, but every week have an excuse on why things are going wrong. Yeah. And it's just really, really frustrating. And that, that competitive budget that again an uncompetitive budget we weren't saying we had our uncompetitive budget at the start of the season Correct. when we were drawing with the Boltons and we were, should have been beating Gillian at home yeah
0: I
3: agree
2: with that there was no talk of uncompetitive budget the football committee I said to you at the start of the season and I back, Presley was never going to be good enough for us I saw him at Dartford at home uh, sorry at home away in the pre-season friendly and I said he got bullied then and I worried at lead one he would get bullied and I was right Uh this profiling of players, if you look through the players that we've got, whoever's profiling them needs to have a hard look at themselves and what they're profiling massively. them on.
3: Massively. Like I said, whoever's been, whoever's been recruiting players and has been profiling their personalities or the way that they're going about their business or their injuries or whatever they're doing needs a look. The other thing that I found really annoying was the financial conversation because it's talking about the generosity of fans with the Plough Lane bomb, which is great. In our strongest ever financial position, we're gonna have an increase in the playing budget made possible through the debt refinancing, which is great. And the new revenue streams achievable post-COVID at a fully functioning plow lane with stronger commercial activity and non-match day use of the stadium facilities. Well, the other the last two seem quite subjective in terms of if we I just it's annoying because we could have really done with that money now. And if we are gonna have, I don't see why we we can't move that money from now. From January, why why January to July makes a difference. Now, I'm not a particularly money person. I don't know. But it just seems we really desperately, desperately, desperately needed to replace Oli Palmer. And we haven't done that. And it's annoying because that ultimately, I watched him play the other day, um, two days ago, I think it was, against...
2: Uh, I'm I'm not having the Oli Palmer chat either.
3: No, but Oli Palmer is definitely better than the guys we've got. You cannot even argue that, surely.
2: Uh...
3: Are you telling me that Derek ossay Cosgrove, Anyone up front is as good as Oli Palmer or has scored more goals on his team. No, I, I get that, but I'm
2: not having the bat. Oh, he's banging in seven goals at Wrexham when he's playing. Oh, in, no, no, I'm not in, saying in that. And he's scoring you know I mean? some
3: goals and, our I, guy, and playing, and our guys are
2: I did watch a bit of the Wrexham Halifax game the other day where he did That's score. Game, yeah. And I did say straight to my mates, is it me or does Oli Palmer look fitter? Yeah, possibly. D- does he look fitter than when he was at Arsenal? It's always been an issue at women, and I've always had and this is for years, not just now, so I'm not having a, go, a medical team now or uh, Robbo right. now. This has been going on hardly years, probably back when we had Nicky English and Terry Eames and people like that. I think we've always struggled with fitness of our players and injuries. Yeah. Always, always struggle when other teams don't. Or I don't, To be fair, I don't know if they do or not. You know what I mean? I don't know enough about Burton's and things. Like that. I don't really care enough. No, but,
3: that's, your, that's always been your problem. You don't care enough yeah. about
2: but i always find that we always struggle with fitness and he just looked a bit fitter. but i'm not having the oli Palmer chat that i oh, either like do you know I me mean? i know he I score, get, he, I, is,
3: he is playing and scoring goals regularly and we but, with us but yeah. we're
2: playing Cosgrove up front on his own in a brand probably. new team when we when we we played two up front against the lincoln we looked much better yeah, and, and mabude is a, he's a striker he's not a winger we so we're going off no, subject anyway talk we've
3: about mabude please do not talk about mabude so we've
2: gone off subject then. then i want and to go back up. to I want to go back to the finances, right? Please. And what I got from that, what you just said, is that either if we stay in League One, we're going to have a much better budget. Yeah. And if we stay in League Two, we're going to if we go down to League Two, we're going to have one probably our best budget.
3: Yes, that's what I would, from what I've understood is that if we either way, we're going to have a better budget next year than we will this but year.
2: What's a better budget in League One next year? We're we going to be instead of twentieth place, are we going to be what nineteenth and eighteenth? I don't know. If we go down to League 2, are we going to be a playoff chasing budget? Are we going to be a promotion chasing budget? Are we going to be a mid-table budget? Because I think I did, again, and this is just off social media and stuff, so it could be absolute nonsense. I did read that if we went down, we'd have, I think, 16th place budget in League 2. Really? But we've also got the... Yeah, No, I don't, that was before this statement. So that's what I'm saying. So that, again, that could be absolute bullshit. That's just someone probably saying it on social media. It's not factual. but. We have got the 300 grand, hopefully, left over from Ollie Palmer. Yeah. That has got to be invested straight back into the first team if we go down or stay up. And this is why I think it was Sam Elliott who said to me once, if we were to go down, but yeah. we had the same budget as we have now, would that be the worst thing in the world? And I know people want to stay in League One because we're playing the Sheffield Wednesdays, the Sunderlands, and it, it yeah. is better. But I'm sick of losing games every week. But my question would be, if we go down, and even if we start, with a bigger budget, do we trust that to Robbo, the committee and the management team, considering how badly it's been managed this year?
3: Well, after the last podcast, I've I've kind of reflected a lot on particularly what Buzz was saying about why, with the culture, do we trust Robbo with it? Now, I've got no problem with getting relegated, and I'm actually okay with it. I've kind of, as I said, I've made my peace. We we don't do we don't we definitely do not deserve to stay up and if we do stay up it's because there's been absolutely four terrible teams so I'm okay with going down and I'm okay with accepting Great. whatever happened to that with, and it will be financially costly and I don't want to go down but I'm okay with it but I guess the challenge for me is I'm I'm more than happy to to go down to follow a process through to see whether it work or not because I do believe that there is potential in the football club to to be in League One and be competitive providing that that extra money comes in what's annoying is that the, the the one time that we're struggling big time this year all of a sudden next year they'll like, oh, next year we, we can give you a bit more money well what we need it now like we need it now but like big time need it now and maybe that's just it, the cash flow doesn't work or not i don't know but like you said it, we won't know how big an extra bit of budget is going to be it's just it's just an annoyance that um i guess like it's like like what we were talking about i, I guess it's a question of do you trust Robbo with that money and trust Robbo with the process? If we're in the process, the process, the process. I, I personally feel that if, if he does get relegated, then it's his duty to get us back up. And that I would be very keen to say, well, do you know what? We are, we as a club are different to everybody else. I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm pro Robbo. I'm even more in the middle now, but what I would say is, is I would give the guy the opportunity to go, look, we've got relegated. You've got 10 games. Um, I need us, you need to be in the top eight or 10 games. I need to see something from you, or we're going to go in elsewhere and have a look. That, that would be my general thought. But lose Saturday, lose at crew, or don't win at crew, then what? Like, I mean, it, it,
2: do we lose every game for the rest of the season, which I can see us doing? The only ones yeah. I can see us winning at the moment is crew and Fleetwood because they're both dire, which yeah. we are as well. Yeah. Uh, but with regards to, say, the do I've said to you before the process I'm fine with I'm, I'm happy with a process at a club I'm happy with how we're going to do things long term it's a long term goal I get that but why does that long term goal have to have the one manager in charge the whole time yeah, so we okay. can never get rid of Robbo and as I said it's 20 games without a win do you know what I mean it's, it's this propaganda surrounding Robbo that really annoys me that every we have it's like he does no long, wrong he, he, Ayo with the under 20s England team at the moment and that's all down to Robbo. Well, yeah. it's not. It's down to Ayah Basau, who's been playing really well for the last 18 months, which I, people forget how good Assal was last season when he jumped onto the scene. He would have finished that chance on Saturday last season. But he was playing in a different position. He wasn't a striker, he wasn't a winner. He was playing as a number 10 behind the strikers. He had a free while he could do whatever he wanted. I just think Robbo slipped into management. As in the fact that he's gone very stubborn in the fact that he won't change anything he has his disciples as some people say.
3: yeah
2: also the one thing of the, the the statement I didn't really like as well was that the about the players the players were on board.
3: yeah, that's interesting
2: because right? that we're hearing different reports again this is could be all bullshit. George Marsh was fit and ready to go against Lincoln or the the team I can't remember whether he was dropped for it might be Lincoln it might have been the one before. Uh, but his dad apparently told people that he was ready to go and he didn't know why he'd been dropped. He was, Lincoln. Lee Brown apparently was not there on Saturday, but was seen in the car park, uh, dropped, ready to go, fit. Someone puts out on Twitter today about, because they're nearly all his disciples, unlike Marsh Brown, and you can put Chislett in that as well. He's been hard done by. Chislett, I think it's his mum, has liked that comment. So saying that chislet has been like hard done by at the moment with him not playing when he was playing really well against yeah, I, Charlton, I, he was one of our best <laughs> players. And again, I'm not, I've not been the biggest fan of Chisley. I don't think he's good enough for league one, but he was one of our better players at Charlton and things like that. So you, when you're playing well, you've got to keep playing and he, he gets dropped for no reason. And this is why I don't get where they're coming from when they say the players are all behind him, because that's not what we're I'm hearing as a fan Again, it could be complete bullshit that's been made up by parents and siblings yeah. and stuff like that. But I do hear reports that, yeah, some of the players are not happy they're being dropped and stuff, which they, they probably wouldn't be happy. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, but.
3: I'll tell you what, though. When all said and done, at the end of this year, this year has been a mess. i It's been a proper – and I'm not talking about a little bit. I'm talking about if Robbo stays in this job at the end of the year and we start again next year. We need some serious, like, what on earth has been going on. Now, the only thing that's improved is the stadium. The stadium is getting better in terms of the food and the, and the, and the accessibility and stuff. It's, we are getting there slowly. But everything else, from player recruitment, players in general, the coaching style, the, the, the these little additional members of staff who are post the substitutes coach, which was seen as a visionary. Now he's, he's, a, he's a Mickey Mouse. Steve We're Salad. Finished, my
2: finishes. Like, coach.
3: Finish coach. I mean, the, the, all of this stuff needs to be like, right, seriously, guys, is this genuinely going to make that much of a difference? And if it's not, can we get back to the football now? Can we bin this bloke off? Can we bin that bloke off? And can we get someone? I still think that the, the major, you talking about the apprentice, I think the major failing in this task has been twofold. The recruitment panel are not very good. And Robbo does not have an assistant manager. And when he did have an assistant manager in Simmons helping him out, he was much better. But the moment well, he's gone, we have gone to pot, totally down the swanny.
2: So, the thing about Simmons that uh, people forget is that he'd never worked in men's football before. It was youth football. At he's Chelsea. in Norway now, isn't he? I, I'm not sure. I'm, now, down, now. He, was not, he was managing youth level at Chelsea. But the difference between Chelsea's youth level and women's youth level is Chelsea have got some world class youth players that will go on to do amazing things. Do you know what I mean? So there's different levels to the game. I love Rob Toovey. I think he's a great bloke. He's yeah. a Wimbledon fan through and through. But I agree with you that Robbo needed some experience with him to challenge him. Uh, and that's where I think the arrogance kind of stuff comes from, is that people see it as he do- doesn't want to be challenged. Do you know what I mean? He's got his kind of yes-men around him, which I don't agree with. I don't think Rob Toovey is a yes-man. I don't. I think he, he, Rob like, too, the problem with Rob you got with Rob is that he, he's a, he looks like a child. Do you know what I mean he's a man, but he looks young. He's got a very young face, and people see him as kind of the Mike, you know, the Mike Bassett, the, the assistant to Mike Bassett. Well, I don't believe that is Rob too. I, I don't believe that for Rob. I, I guess he, I, I, my guess is he does challenge Robbo and stuff like that. But people just see it as different. One thing I, I want to say, Danny, is if we do go down, which I think yeah. we will, my worry is that we go, we, we, how long do we go in League Two without winning a game? before we have to change and then we have to get rid of Robbo in League Two. Also, this thing, I've seen people saying they're giving up season tickets, they're they're not going to be going because Robbo's in charge or saying they're not happy with the... Remember Lee, there's
3: no civil war. Remember that.
2: No, but I want to go with what Jonesy said when he came on. Like, Take a a look, step back and take a look at the bigger picture. We have Plough Lane, which is amazing. I haven't been for months. But next season, I'll be looking to get me and my boys going to get season tickets again. So we'll be back next season. And I don't care if we're losing to Carlisle, Forest Green, Exeter, I don't care if we lose every game again next year. I'll still be going. Do you know what I mean? It's what women and fans do because I'm going there, not just for the football. I'm not going there because I want to say, hello, George Marsh, can you sign my shirt? Do you know what I mean? I don't care if George Marsh is there or not. Do you know what I mean? I'm just using him as an example. I'm there to see my mates, have a crack, have a laugh, eat good pies, which, of Pucker at our place, Pucker place. Yeah, right. And do you know what I mean? Plough Lane is amazing. The area now is amazing to go and drink in Wimbledon after. I can't wait to get in trouble from the missus from going to games and getting home at really late because I said oh, you're, I'm stay for Right,
3: but it is also absolutely like
2: men. We don't go football just for the football though, do you, Dan? No,
3: no, 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 we absolutely don't. And I don't disagree with you. And you're right. Like
2: Buzz that. made you a me good me point out. last week. He said it was 400 pounds for a season, it's 200 pounds a win. You don't go watch football to you don't go. Oh, yeah, we're going to win every game. No, you know, but you, I, you, do I know you...
3: have be entertained a little bit, and we've not entertained and at the start any of the season.
2: We said this is the most entertained we'd ever been. The start of the season. You uh, when we we had what Christmas one. You said that Robbo was a what an eight out of ten.
3: Yeah, I agree. I did totally, and and, and, and at that time, and
2: I got I, absolutely I battered by you for saying he was only a five.
3: Well, I th- you I, I, brought I, me
2: exactly. up to a seven.
3: At that point, I thought he was an eight. Now no, but right that's now, what I mean. We don't
2: we you don't go football for the football mainly. You go to spend remember, time with your dad, you go to have a good crack with the boys around you. Yeah. you have a couple of beers, you go you, we don't go away games to watch the football because most of the time you don't. No, you go but there, are. get
0: there away are. from the missus,
2: get away from her indoors, get away from the kids. Most people see it as an escape. It's you've had a shit week at work. So boom, I'm bang on the train. Look at Gary Fletcher and people like that, they go every single game. He's like literally at the end of his tether, but he'll still keep going no matter what, because he knows there's going to be crack with Milton or there's going to be something going on. That's but why what we go football.
3: Is that, is where, uh, we have got our core and we know who they are and we know how many they are roughly. If we have got any aspiration to watch a better brand of football, <clears throat> if we've got any aspiration to be a better football club, and I'm talking about club and all aspects of it, it's not the those fans who go every single week for the last 25 years. They are not the ones that are going to create that. Now you're using uh, you, you as a live example here. You have not been to watch Wimbledon in a couple of months. I know because you've got your that's work no, and you've got no, your
2: that's what? nothing to do with the football that's been played. I'd love to go every game. I really would, okay. but I'm getting married in literally six weeks and I'm putting I'm going to Vegas for seven nights with the family. Yeah. It's costing me a small fortune, right? A big fortune. Yeah. Fine. But
3: I, I go to away games. I've not been to one. Now, I've got, I've got Bubby and I've got all these extenuating factors, but I would still be going to Sheffield Wednesday. Without doubt, I'm not going. And I'm not going because I can't, I can't legislate paying all the money, going all the way out there, having a great crack, but to go and watch us play as badly as we are, I cannot legislate for it.
2: I, I kind of get that, but I'd I literally I'd rip your arm off to go to Sheffield Wednesday away, no matter how bad we were, even if we were going to lose 10-0 up there. It's, for me. It ain't about. It's about going to Hillsborough. It's but about it's going to about the Globe us, Pub. Though. It's about having a massive fry up in the morning.
0: But it's, it's
3: not about... about us, though, as a group. That no, I, I get what you it's what mean. It's about, about all of the ones on the outside who are who are I'm um in and are in. Do I then... go next year? Do I not? They're the ones that we need to keep if we are going to. That's fine.
2: Be but better. then if if they're only coming because of the football that's being played on the pitch, they're not going to find. A... Have you seen some of the football the Premier League play? Have you seen some of the? My mate went to watch Colchester versus. Uh... Where did he go? Colchester, they lost 1-0 at home. So it was the worst game of football ever. It cost them 35 Forest quid. Green Monday, 35 it? quid for him and his son, right? An adult and a child, 35 quid to go watch Forest, uh, Colchester versus Forest Green in League 2. So it was the worst game of football ever. The pitch was awful. It was windy. He hated every minute of it, right? The football is awful. I get it. But we have Plough Lane. We have the Phoenix. We have a great club shop with great members of staff. We have pubs around the area. It's it's a bigger... If people are running and are in and they don't come back, then that's going to be their
3: loss at the end of the day. On that, though, if it it isn't about all the football and that, why are you so robber-out then? If it don't matter, why are you bothered? Because, because the
2: football's rubbish, a, and you don't want to watch it. Correct, that's great, or incorrect. That's a great question, Danny. It's you great. If it weren't, but if you look bigger picture, because because I, I because I've seen the football that we can play, I've seen I've seen us play decent football in it. To be fair, the football is a small part of it. I get it,
0: right, and okay, I, I, I do. Now we're
2: getting there. Football is about entertainment, and you want to entertain. But we've got to look at the bigger picture of what you go to football for. And for me, it ain't I just think. With the the team that we have, we could be playing a better brand of football. I get that, right? Yeah, I get
3: it.
2: But we have Plough Lane, which is amazing. Do you know what I mean?
3: Someone's been in your ear and told you... And You need super positive spin, and I'm loving you for it. No, no, I right. just think
2: I've just seen people say they're not going to buy city tickets, and they've had like, don't walk away seriously. No, we need, it's not yeah. what we wouldn't do, we don't do that. We, we go and watch our team no matter what. No, it ain't Robo, will it last as long as he lasts? If we keep going on this run, he, he can't last any longer, unfortunately. But
0: you think, I like
2: Robo, I'd love him to turn it around next year, Right, we get relegated, he turns it round, and we do an all fant we get second or third or something yeah. like that, and we get promoted again, right? It could be done. I do. I am on the, the, Don's Trust board have to do more. They have yep. to help him which they've tried to said there's a lot of people now who are turning on the Don's Trust board, which I think yep. it's a good thing. They need to be questioned. They, they need to be held accountable as well. Same as our management team, but the, the board need to be held really accountable, which I've seen a couple of them. Uh, Graham Stacey is always answering questions. A few others now need to be louder as well. Do you know what I mean? They need to be coming out and, uh, again, and as I said, the propaganda I have with Robbo, uh, and that he can't be sacked and all that, and he's untouchable, I don't like that side of it, Dan, because you can't go 20 games without a win, and, and as you said, it's, it is at the end of the day, our bigger picture is to get Plough Lane to make it bigger, we can't do that if we're only getting 8,000 people in there every week, we have to get more people in,
1: right. but for
2: me as a Wimbledon and fan, and if you've been a Wimbledon fan for years, yeah, don't Give up? Keep just get your seat ticket. It's about having a laugh with your mates at the game. Do
3: you you think? And the fact that we haven't had a a, what I would call where we've not not been relegated since what ninety nine two thousand. Do you feel like that might be? We've got a a fan base who have been basically spoiled on the fact that Wimbledon's curve has basically been up 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 up. Well, let me put it. So we're not happy.
2: My boy's thirteen right now. Yeah, Uh, and he's been coming pretty much since he was four. But he he wasn't at the CCL days when like I literally went from Premiership football to watching Combine Counties League,
3: mental. That right, was mental.
2: and we all run with it. We all just got on board and said yes, which I don't think many people would have been able to do that going to Sandhurst when you've been going Old Trafford and going Sandhurst. But he is so used to winning. Like, he's been to Wembley more times than I've been watching. Like I've been watching Women and what twenty five years. Yeah, right, home and away, and I'd been to Wembley what three or he's been to Wembley, but so many times. Because we went there in the playoff final, went there and play Spurs. Do you know what I mean? He's just so used he's to winning casual. games, so used to coming back from two nils down and winning 3 2. He's not used to being shit. He's used to being like he's watched us with John May and Kevwell and all that, and he's used to us winning leagues. And a lot of our younger fans are. Do you know what I mean?
3: So get behind the manager now. Is that what you're saying? Where, where are you at? Are you. Do you know what?
2: He's he's not going anywhere at the moment. So what else no. can you do?
3: No. So my message, my message. I'm interested in what you're going on, to on Saturday. Now. We have you, to... wait, 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 wait. Are you going to say now, right now, live, live? Are you going to say right? Do you know what? Let bygones be bygones. Every single person, get behind Robbo. I'm I'm not Robbo out anymore. I'm in the middle. Or are you just saying? Do you know what? I am Robbo out, but we can't control it. So just get behind the players. Where are you at?
2: I'm second. I think Robbo. I think Robbo should. I think Robbo should resign if I'm yeah. honest, because he says he loves clothes, been in 19 years. It's a shame because this is what I said when we appointed Robbo would be my worry, that he's done such a good job of our youth that if he didn't do a good job as a manager and we lost him, we've lost him for good and he's done so good. like. But then Buzz made a great point, is our youth are winning and Robbo's not there and they're winning leagues and we're getting players in the England squad still. So... Do you know what I mean? Uh, and the Welsh squads and stuff so like that. So keep
3: calm and get behind the club. I got, we, we, they've look.
2: made it. The, the, the Don Struss board, we need to move on because we're waffling on. But the Don Struss board have made a statement to say that Robo's not going anywhere, right? Yeah. So if if we keep losing, then uh, yeah, fully g- tell him. But at the moment, on this Saturday against Cambridge, we need if we want to stay in this league, which most people do, I'm the same as you. I think most of my friends are the same as you now. We what? want to stay in League One, but if we go down... Then so be it. We'll we'll yeah. still support Wimbledon, but we yeah on Saturday get behind the players. Make it loud. Make it yeah so they know we're fully behind them.
3: Make it don't, loud. If
2: we go one 0 oh. down and stuff, don't get on their backs or anything like that. Just get behind the players at the moment because the board have fully said they're not they're not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, I
3: agree. So, totally right.
2: agree. Should we move on and take some? We'll take some questions from the fans. <laughs>
3: The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans
2: for the fans. So we're back and we're going to be taking some questions for fans. If we didn't, don't get through your question. I do apologise. We are uh, tight on time and we did have quite a few come through to us. So I'll start with one. It's
3: great though, isn't it? That we have so many fans who are desperately like, who are trying to engage with us. And if anybody does want to come on, please message us. You know, we'd love to get as many of you on and, talking about it. It's a lot of fun and we've got a lot of guys who have been on before. So thanks for communicating but we, you come, on, come on and have a chat.
2: It's one of our taglines, mate. We're, we're by the fans for the fans and that's how I like it to be and that's why I wanted to get fans questions because they know and we're quite is, honest.
3: And we are, are we? We, literally, we are genuine. We don't veto anybody. You want to come on, come and have a chat. You, yeah, you can no disagree with me. at all.
2: Agree with me, disagree with me, whatever you want. It's better if you disagree with us because it makes a better conversation.
3: So drop us know? a DM and get on next week. Come on.
2: Right, so first question from a friend of the show, Andrew Harding. Oh, he messaged me. It. He's great. Right, your golf travel. Uh, who does Robbo report into? I understand there's a five-year plan to be playing Championship football in that time, but who decides if we are hitting the milestones in that plan? And if are not hitting the milestones in that plan, what is the next steps? And that's quite a good one for me because, again, we're 20 games unbeaten. We've gone on it quite a bit. But who does Robbo who, – who's now saying the football committee is doing a good job? Palmer's gone. Who's saying, Robbo, you, you, who put things in place to say this is where, what are they called? Objectives and stuff like that and KPIs, so to speak, Yeah. to Robbo at the start of the season says, look, this is what we want. We want one youth team player breaking in. We want to sell a player for £300,000 or we need to sell one player. We need to be hitting... Because at the start of the season, we were going to get our best ever points tally. Yep. Yeah. And we were going to be going up that league, which hasn't happened. So who... Who does Robo? Do you know who Robo reports to? No,
3: I mean See I any? presume I presume that the Don's Trust Board would have appointed somebody at the top of the of the club, i.e., Joe Palmer. I presume, and again, I'd apologise. I'm just presuming. I presume Joe Palmer used to put, um, used to speak to the Don's Trust Board and be accountable to them and feed back into them, and and it, it kind of went down from there. I know there was an interim guy, wasn't it, who's coming in on the short term, who potentially Robo would be talking about, but. I presume that the, the the Don Trust board or people at the very top of the club would be like, right, this is this is our expectations, and Robbo has to feed into that. But I do I, my main my main concern, and it is a big one, particularly around the whole fan ownership, is you might have four or five guys who are running the club who've got no understanding of the of the industry that they're in, and this is the problem. You're gonna you, we're in a different industry to what all these guys are. I don't know what they do. They're wonderful guys. They volunteer their time. I've got no doubt on it, but to ask people to run a football club without very much information or experience or education or whatever it might be is a big ask. And ultimately, if we on this podcast, I decided to say, I'm going to go on the Don's Trust board and I was voted due to me doing an unbelievable campaign. <coughs> I could be running a football club and I, I can't run a household, let alone a football club. And that, that is my massive concern with it is normally a football club is run by elite businessmen who've earned a lot of money. And the reason why they can afford a, a football club is because they've earned a lot of money. I haven't earned money at all. I'm far from it. So wh- why am I in a position to run a very, very large-scale um, company or a football club? And that—that that is my concern with the Don's Trust board, is Robbo could quite easily be talking to these kind of people who do not know what they're talking about or do not know what they mean or do not know what, 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 what is the expectation or the current climate.
2: I agree, because there's a couple of people on the board I think really are good, like Freddie Flaxman, uh, Michel. Does not
3: know about how to run a football club, though?
2: No, but he knows how to run right. a very successful business. He was he was very high up at the Weather Channel. Yeah. And, and, do you know what I mean? He knows how to... like Nick Robertson's kind of... I'm hoping that we're getting involved with Nick Robertson a lot more than we should be, do you know what I mean? Bending his ear, because again, he, he got a business from nothing to huge. And, and again, I know we've had People on the board before Charlie and stuff like that will come on and said, look, we are a new business as such and we are making mistakes. I just think people are getting now fed up with the same mistakes going on and on and on and on. 100%, 100%. And as I said, who who does is it the PLC board that Robbo reports to? And I don't even know who's on the PLC board, do you? No. So that's what I mean. Like, I don't think most fans do. And that's where maybe this is where a disengagement is coming from, where fans don't think they are engaged because I don't know who the PLC board are. Uh, But maybe is that because I should do? Maybe I should know that. Right. Well, let's move on. Gaza Wombles1988 on Twitter says, do you think if we're still winless and he is in charge when we play the scum and we roll over and get absolutely embarrassed by them, that will be the final straw for even the staunchest of Robbo supporters? That's what happened
3: with Hodges, wasn't it? Hodges lost to MK and and, and was gone the next day because he signed Corey Andrews and then all of a sudden Robbo started. So the MK-Doms game was a big one. I think if they, it's at home, isn't it? I think them coming to us and rolling us over at Play Lane and us not packing a punch, um, I think would be, I mean, I think, he, again, I don't know how, if we, if we lose on Saturday badly, I don't really know where we go. Like, he's, he's basically, he's eroding his, the confidence within the fan base. And if the fan base own the club, how does this, how does that work? Like, that's the other thing That's again another thing that is bizarre is that you've got the fan base the don's trust guys who own the if you're a don's trust member you are a part owner of a club your point aboard. board the board are not reflecting your opinion so basically you're buying into a process but not having your opinion reflected now i know a lot of don's trust members who are all like robber out robber out robber out so what we've got is you're going to have again not tarp on it too much, but you're going to have a lot of people who are going to be frustrated and annoyed because they've paid 25 quid and their opinion is basically negligible because the five guys who they've decided to back, who don't know what they necessarily haven't got the confidence as, or the understanding of how, how to run a football club, they're going to disagree with what you're doing. It, yeah, it's, but, just, it's interesting.
2: But that's why any club don't like. If you had a, a main chairman, say a, a Roman, a or the geezers that own Leeds, yeah, people at Leeds love Bielsa. Fans would yeah. still love Bielsa being charged now, but they still sacked him. Because that's the, you know what I mean? You put these people in charge to run and make the decisions. Uh, and this is why I think I, I read it somewhere they, they remember the other day, remember the decisions being made next time we vote. And I know there's a few people, and I know there's that group on Facebook, that, that open to change group. Uh, there's a few people now who are joining the Don's Trust who said they never would, who are now joining the Don's Trust to kind of get the vote, to try and make, to, to change things around a little bit, which is what people have to do. Do you know what I mean? We've said it many times. I'm not a big fan of joining the dons Trust. I think every fan should be heard. But if you want to change things, you have to be a don's Trust member. But but if I, we lose to MK Dons... But if we lose... It depends. If we get beaten... games
3: before that, Lee?
2: Embarrassed by them, which I think we will. They're uh, good, one, well, by the
3: way. Some... I mean, people are going to be annoyed. But oh, mate. A
2: good... Calm down.
3: Calm down. They're a good football side. You can't knock them for that.
2: For We've got three games. We've got uh, Cambridge, Chef Wednesday, and then Charlton on a Tuesday, and then, then. Yep. Yeah. so
3: so we'll lose if we don't win. We, we could we, we could lose
2: every game up to, to MK, and then get that'd be 24 games without a win, right? Let's move on. Do it. So, uh, t- Thomas Harvey, kind of same kind of question though, but regarding crew, do you think it, it, we will get a win at crew? And if we don't, Robert well, surely has to go. I, I agree. I think by that time we could be 24, 25 games without a win. Crew are probably the weakest team in this league by country. mile. they can't, yeah, they're, they're out of form. But yeah, I think it's the same. I think Robbo, if, if we haven't won by the time we play Crew, should be gone anyway. But I oh, agree. Uh, Robbo, this is from Philip Rickaby, a fine blend office. Robbo has stated that he is looking for a certain kind of character when recruiting players, I happy to volunteer with DLAG do You think this has impacted on the quality of players we are attracted this season? We kind of spoke about that earlier regarding the like this test that they have to the personality test. And I, yeah. I think, yes, I think it is because we're trying to go down a different process in that we are going for younger lads, young and hungry, so to speak. We're not actually getting the players that are the Wimbledon way and the Lee Browns. Do you know what I mean? Lee Brown came in very late in the day. We like the Presleys, the Maboudis. Lawrence's, they just don't seem to me to have that up and out. They, they're they comfortable in the, the life they've got at their pro clubs. Yeah, They're earning probably decent wedge, do you know what I mean? Five grand a week. And they don't really have to put in the effort. Cosgrove just doesn't look like he really, people say he does care, but he, he just doesn't look like he cares, if you get what I mean. He's going back to Birmingham at the end of the season. He's probably got another year and a half, year on his contract where he's going to make decent money, and if he then gets released by Birmingham, he'll get another contract somewhere else.
3: That was why Rambo was so great, because he genuinely gave him monkeys for what we were doing. And I know it's romantic to look back at him, but how can you expect a loan guy who's basically, we're borrowing him to, for someone to to really, really, really care about our club? Um, I, 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 I don't really know. It would, I, I, like I said, I think the biggest problem is, is just the way that we've recruited our players. I don't have a problem with Robbo saying, um, you guys are going to volunteer with d you're a good person. My problem is whoever's making these profiles. He, you can't tell me that every single one of these people who is at the club now has passed that profile test. Well, that, that,
2: and that's and what everyone, I say. Like, if Messi done that, no. Say Messi came that's available fine. and then said, "Look, I'm not. I can't. I, I can't do volunteer work." Are we going to say no, mate? You're not available. Nah, not signing you. I can't just, And also, I can't see footballers nowadays going. No, I'm not going to do it because you see it everywhere. When Carlisle had the floods, you see all their players out helping people. You see, yeah, you know I mean, I can't see players saying no, they won't do. But this DA. new guy.
3: This new guy. You're telling me he's gone right, Alan, mate. Um, we need a forward. Um, every Wednesday, are you happy just to drop some <laughs> like, yeah, drop, drop, yeah.
2: stuff
3: over to over this old lady here, Bethel, what name is? You can drop some toilet paper over and. <laughs> Chuck of the Radio Times. Like, that's just not feasible. And it's also, if you're going to do it, you've got to do it across the board. You've got a guy on a week's trial. Are you generally telling me? And by the way, when a week's trial, it's the player wants to help the club, but also the club's got to sell to the player. I just, I don't get how, unless you're doing it across the board, you've just got to pick the player on their merit.
2: And, I've got, and I think I think Philip's right I think it has impacted on the kind of player we've got this year I think we don't the oddly oddly transfers and stuff like that weren't well, I doubt he was going out and he was meeting his players and he Mind was telling Trotter them
3: Trotter and Saws would just be on a corner they wouldn't have moved would they
2: but then Trotter and Soares get loads of stick but they've they, they done alright for us so when they were with us Soares did Soares did They were too wards. Soares did <laughs> Trotter I, Trotter was awful but Soares I would have kept even Wow He ain't got a club was... ever since has he I'm not surprised. Well, this is from Joe, Joe Moga. I think that's how you pronounce Joe's name. Uh, with a few years worth of hindsight. Anyway, Joe's the one that does all our, uh, what's it called? Graphics now. Thank you, Joe. Brilliant stuff as well. Really good. Really love it, Joe. With a few years worth of hindsight, have your opinions on the job Ali did changed over time at all?
3: I think he did. A, the problem is, Lee, is that everyone, everyone often talks about oh, what a great job Lee did and, and New Arley did. But, we've only had one year and it was a bit of a, we chucked all that money at him. We had a really good squad and then we went up. And again, this is the problem that's a sort of frustrating. And I don't know you, you, I don't want to rekindle the, the the budget conversation again and again and again, but the year that we had a decent amount of money put into the squad, we got promoted and it's the one year we did. And apart from that, we yeah, were desperately trying to stay up.
2: No, no. Again, the budget talk kind of is a little bit of a smoke and mirrors kind of talk because we bought Tom Elliott from Cambridge, who was a league yeah. below. Yeah. So he wouldn't have been coming on loads. We bought uh, we signed Lyle Taylor, yeah. who was at Scum fourth choice striker, so he weren't coming on loads. Bayo would have been the one at the time who would we would have had to pay Bobo. a little bit, but then we would have got money back for the merchandise side of Bayo.
3: That is tenuous.
2: No, but it's a little bit bad. We would have done mate the amount that he would have,
3: would have been a lot from Millwall.
2: yeah, no, I get that, but then that's, you, we did Barry, have a higher uh, budget. Uh, but you also got to think about the stuff that Neil did get wrong when he got rid of... And I was one of these people who were, were going, yes, at the time, but maybe looking back it was wrong. Getting rid of the Barry Fullers to sign young right-backs from Reading. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. stuff like that. And going a different way when we were getting rid of a lot of experience and trying to when go you youth back, When you
3: look back at Arnie, do you think he did a good job
2: or a bad job? I think he, he did a good job. I agree. But he did have a higher budget. And also I think one of the things that we do miss nowadays is he had Simon Bassey. And I think since Simon Bassey has left, our recruitment is awful. Simon Bassey was behind Aaron Ramsdale. Simon Bassey was behind uh, Lyle Taylor. Simon Bassey was behind a lot of our recruitment. I don't think he gets the uh, respect on his name that he deserves he'd love you to tell you that because he loves it but then why wouldn't you if you you've, you found decent players and since he's left we haven't really found any but I don't know oddly for me there was good and bad things that he did the budget
3: I mean, the higher did, budget I mean the last five managers how many of them would you say did a bad job think about it holistically good, Robert, good or bad job bad okay, I don't agree
2: You can't you can't go twenty wins, twenty games without a win, and say he's doing a good job.
3: We were dead and buried, and he kept us up last year. So
2: did. uh, Well, yeah,
3: yeah. Let's say Wally Downs, but yeah, Hodges, good or bad job? Bad job. I would agree. I would. I would agree with that. Downs,
2: good job, obviously.
3: And what about? um, But then
2: uh, I, 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 again, Wally Downs is a funny one for me because I, I really love the man of Wally Downs. I really love him as a character. Uh. But you got to admit that he did have some luck with the signings that he got given, massively. Do you know what I mean? So
3: massively. And the next year, when we, when he obviously when we parted company, we were on a bit of a bad run.
2: Yeah. So you don't know if he would have carried that on, and it would have been a bad job if he like. You know what I mean? Ging just inherited a, an awful New squad. Hardly,
3: good or bad job?
2: Well, good. He got us promoted from League Two to League One. Can't Terry say. Brown, great job.
3: Right. So ultimately, out of the. Six or seven people. Only in your opinion, Hodges and Robbo have done a bad job. Yes. Okay.
2: But anyway, we'll that's move fine. on to. Would we be challenging with this squad in League Two? And that's from Jay, Watts, uh, Jay Weston.
3: No. We haven't got a goal threat, so no. I don't see how we would. I don't. I don't get how we would be competitive in uh, with this squad right now in League Two. We've played poorly against Boreham Wood and had our pants pulled down. We played Sutton in the worthless cup and we're absolutely pony. Last year, some of those players played against Crawley and we got absolutely mullered. Um, there's a few of them guys who played against Harry Gay Borough and absolutely limped. We played Geisley. Giesley, we couldn't even say the word to this year, and we were poor. I would, I don't think at all this squad is anywhere but top, maybe top half, maybe at best. I don't I can't see. I don't see how we're winning games with this squad.
2: I agree with that. I think there's some players in that. It depends on who we lose at the end of the season. Yeah, I agree Because with that. Ben Hennigan, Woodyard, people like that could be going. I People like George Marsh and McCormick, I think would be brilliant League uh, Two players. Really do. Uh, I think they're good League One players. Uh, Goalkeeper-wise, I do have question marks over Zanev at the moment, which I didn't think at the start of the season. I said we had a brilliant spine oh, because we had brilliant. Zanev in goal, but he's slipping a little bit, but maybe that's because of confidence and not winning games don't help, especially when you're a goalkeeper. Uh, no, I don't think with this current squad that we currently have, we wouldn't be challenging in the league. So I think we'd be probably around about mid-table yep. and it would be a struggle again with this current squad, but that's because we literally have no strikers.
3: I, I feel that if we had, if you, and again, I know because we've sold him, but if we put Oli Palmer in this squad, I think that you've got the possibility when we're good to be really good as we were before. So, but uh, without a striker, I think we're top, we, we, we would be 12th. Um,
2: right. Another question from Christopher Taylor Would Robbo be the man to take us forward if he had an experienced assistant coach alongside him? I think yes. I think I th- the thing is, I really want Robbo to do well. I really do. Right. I, I know I'm in the Robbo out camp. But I do like the man. I spoke to him many occasions in the bars and stuff like that when he was youth coach. He's really, really nice person to talk to. Really loves his football and he loves Wimbledon. I just think he is struggling. Again, I, I love Rob Toovey. I love the people that he has. But I think he needs an experience. I think he needs like a, a Glyn Hodges or a Wally Downs as a number two. Do you know what I mean? To say like, Some of the substitutions sometimes are baffling and they I really struggle. Like against Cheltenham, we brought Paul Kay on when we were losing. Do you know what I mean? I don't get it
3: sometimes. Which one one would you have to pick? If the club said you can have a director of football or you can have an assistant manager, which one would you think Robbo would benefit from more?
2: Director of football. Okay. But he needs an experienced assistant manager as well, though. Director of football, because our transfer committee this year and transfers have been awful. Yeah, but this is why I don't get right and I've said this previously to other people, what happened to our last process with the Nick Dawes transfer system that he was putting together that he spent a whole year putting together before he came in he went and year? that was he let yeah he went and the process just gone but I thought he was putting this this database together or is that the database that we are using still and it's just uh-huh. we've got another man who's using it as stats as I said before it's like pound land money ball for me but I don't know. It's a hard one that a DRF or an experience because coaching wise, he's 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 meant to be good. I can't. I don't see it at the moment with first team coaching wise. I, I think if, a, he,
3: a if, he, if he had an experience, a, 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 a number two like a Lenny Lawrence or anybody, frankly, who has been around the game as a as a backup, who's happy just to sit there and and support him and give him an edge, Alan Smith, Pardew, whoever you want to call about it. There's loads, of hundreds of names flying about. I think if you gave him an experience number two, who you said, you're in charge, but can I challenge you on the following things? I think we would be much better. And I do believe that not having an assistant manager and the recruitment process are two of the bigger challenges that we faced.
2: <coughs> right. Yep, and no, I agree. Uh, James Bruce, how long without a win is too long? People ever have a go at Crossgrove, but who is actually the worst striker we've ever had? Why is Oli Pop... Oh, no, it's, it's, no don't worry about that one. Kimball or Thatcher... Uh, and that's about it on that one, because there's another one, but it's not. So how long without a win is too long?
3: Well, 10, ten games without a win is too long, isn't it?
2: I think if we get to MK and we still not won and then we lose to them. I think, well, To be fair, I think next, I think if we lose the next one, I think we lose to Cambridge. It's too long. It's too, uh, late. Lee, it's too long anyway. Well, yeah, but you're still in, the, <laughs> in camp though. So it's of not course. too long. Of course it's too long. It's, I'm not, no, But I, you're I, still in the in-camps. So it can't be too course. long. Well, it is you're, too long. But you're happy with it at the moment.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with us losing games because of the process. If it was just any other manager, can you be I, I'm other out process? of it. Got, we, we can't keep doing... It makes what, no uh, sense. You know, it makes sense because we can't keep doing what we've always done. We have to change completely what we're doing. Ten games in any football term is too long for you not to win a game. Twenty games is ridiculous. But we are, we are now too far down this road. If you were going to get rid of Robbo, you had to get rid of him after Boreham or earlier, which is really early. We are now too... We are pot committed. We are too far down the road to chuck it out now and go... right All down the road? Huh?
2: You said four down the road. We're too far down the road. Too
3: far down the road.
2: Right, right. That's
3: you listen back, you can hear the words.
2: <laughs> well, um, anyway. And we obviously,
3: you, if you're going to say Kimbo, and I'm going to say Thatcher. Uh
2: the
3: and want it boy massive.
2: The thing is, I've got Kimball in my boy's name, but I did love Ben Thatcher. So, I'm, I'm Kimball's left foot was brilliant, but Thatcher's aggression was unreal. Uh, who was the worst striker we've had? I've got to say uh, Jake Jervis. Nathan Elder? In. Jake Drew Jervis. Brown. Jake Jervis. No, he can't be worse than Drew Brown, surely. Drew Brown scored a, an absolute solid goal against uh, Tamworth away, mate. So, and yeah, it Jake was Jervis wise. scored... Well, I thought when
3: we... Jake Jervis before us, yeah, he's when he a was at prick
2: as well. Jake Jervis, he when he good. scored a Wickham and he'd done the old ear cupping stuff, it's like mate, your shit, stop giving it all a biggin. Uh, best shirt man, this is from Simon Wood. Best shirt man manufacturer for us, but not Puma. It's got to be Adidas or Hummer on it. Lotto, Lotto. No, no, I'm guessing he means like going forward. I'd say Adidas. I love Adidas.
3: Yeah, I, I'm I'm very pro Adidas.
2: Another question, from Simon Wood. Which three players we have? Uh, I must keep for next season
3: well I think I would sell Rodoni and I'd sell Asal so those two to generate some money so my three guys who I would not sell is Woodyard i definitely keep Woodyard i definitely keep Marsh and I would Oh, that is a great question do I keep I feel like I need a I feel like I need a, I would probably go with Hennigan you but know, I think you, Hennigan's gonna go you know mine go on None of them Wow So you're There's not three players That not, you feel like We should really
2: keep Not three that I'm thinking Oh I'd love to have them Next season Because I think They're all absolute You can't go 20 games Without a win And tell me they're any good players In that team Maybe McCormick at press Because Leeds uh, I think he'd no, be good but... I'll,
3: get rid of, I'll get rid of Hennigan And I'll go for McCormick I'll go for Marsh McCormick And Woodyard Those three yeah. Good question though.
2: Right uh, And he Chris Perry Or Dean Blackwell Chris Perry, Chris, Black Chris Berry. all the time. Chris Perry, all day long. Uh, he did have another question, but we've got to move on because these people are having four or five questions each at the moment. Right. Glenn Palmer, what formation with the players we have and which players would actually secure a win? You know my thoughts on this. It's three-five-two, 5 2. Bang up. Zanev, Lee Brown, left wing back. Right wing back would be uh, Henry Lawrence. Hennigan, soccer and Will—the three centre backs.
3: Callum Bay, Huh? not Callum Bay.
2: No, not well. Maybe Callum Bay instead of Will. Yeah, but yeah, maybe yeah, but and then, what's that? Free five. So free in the midfield would be Rudy, Mc, no, Woodyard, with and McCormick. Yeah. And then I'd have, well, yeah, and then I'd have Cosgrove and uh Zach Robinson.
3: Up not, front. So you
2: were not playing a sal. No, I think a comes off the bench for me. With Radoni can get a goal. Assalle looks like he's in bad nick at the moment, out of confidence, coming off the bench. Again, George Marsh I would have maybe instead of Woodyard, but I do like Woodyard. One of the worst captains we've ever had, but I do like him as a player.
3: I can't disagree with you, there, mate. But all I would do is I would have I would play three at the back. I'd play Joker, um, Kalambayi, and I'd play Hennigan. Lawrence, Osu at the moment, because I haven't seen much of Lawrence. Osu right, Brown left, Radoni go in the middle, and I'd have um, Woodyard sitting with Marsh. And up front, I'd be saying to Asal, go and run into pockets and cause mayhem. And then he'll play with one other striker. Who, I mean, not seeing this new lad, not seeing Cosgrove, but I, at the moment, I'd go with the new lad because I, I, he can't be worse than what we've been doing.
2: Yeah, Tom Gavin, with no CEO in place or whatever route the club decides to go down and a future access to manage head coach to be de- determined, who will be responsible for agreeing which players who will be out of contract in the summer should receive an extension or should be shown a door? Which I think is a great question because at the yeah. moment we have no, the Don's Trust board are going to, are they going to decide or the PLC board who are fans at the end of the day? And as you said, some of them don't really have, I don't think any of them have real football knowledge other than being a fan. Do you get what I mean by that? They've never coached, never managed, never done anything with guys to football other than supporting it. Who, who is going to be giving our contracts out? Like, who gave Will three and a half years? That I, is madness. I think one year for then Will, I'd have gone, yeah, okay, one year extension, fair play. But a three and a half year for Will, and again, people think, oh, it's hard, like, oh, you said you, it's negative and all this. It's like, but he's made of glass. And he hasn't been in great form. No. And I said, give him one-year deal. I'm fine with that. I'm happy with that. Three and a half. Who, who will be deciding if Ben Hennigan, Alex Woodyard, what kind of deals are they getting? Are they going from that process as we talked about previously? You know, that, that list of stuff that they said they might go through? I don't
3: know. No are right, you ready? Yeah.
2: Sean Connor. which players have improved? Which players have gotten worse? He's put Zanev tops that list, followed by Will. So, for me, which player's improved? He puts Dan Sokka. I think Dan Sokka's improved. Yeah, that's a great shout. Uh, Quite surprised that he's not in the squad either at the moment. Uh, another one for me that improved, again, I've been critical of him previously, is Chislet? Yeah. I think Chislet has shown that he, he can play a little bit when he's in the right formation and the right squad. Uh, again, players that have got worse for me. Zanav is out of form. Asal dips too much in and out of form. Uh, and Ben Hennigan is well out of form at the moment. Don't know what's happened to Big Ben.
3: I think Xhoka has definitely been one of the players who has definitely come on this year. I think Xhoka and Marsh have definitely kicked on, in my opinion, this year. And Osu, actually. I'm going to put Osu in that bracket because I think he's done decent when he's needed to. And and Chislett has been a surprisingly better player than I was expecting. On the other side of the coin, Hartigan has massively, massively in terms of the start of the season. We're thinking, wow, this boy could really do something. He's just died again. Like he's just gone back to, gone back to where we were kind of were. Unfortunately, with Hartigan, Nightingale seems to have lost the yard and his decision making and passing has been pretty terrible, to be honest. Um, and unfortunately, with with a and radoni, it's one game you're brilliant, next game you're poor. One game you're brilliant, next game you're poor. And I think that's going to cost them their moves because I, I don't see a championship team chucking a million pound at Radoni.
2: I, I, I see a championship team coming in for Radoni because he scores goals, yeah, uh, and he gets a few assists. Asel, I don't see it as yet, but then we have got to remember how young Asel is. This is his first full season at men's football, and I think he yeah. has to remember that as well. Yeah, I agree. With that. Kind of getting to his head. But well, we'll do two more questions and then we'll move on because there's there's still so many. But I think we're answering quite a few of them of what people were asked like about Robbo and his job and. Perfect. So if you could replace Robbo with anyone, who would it be? And who is re- realistically do you think might want it or would you settle for anyone else right now? And that's from Tom Edwards. So if Robbo was to leave, say he resigns after Saturday, we lose to Cambridge, he resigns, or we get sacked. Yeah. I don't like talking about it because he is still in a job at the moment. But do you know what I mean? We sound like one in football cliches in. We don't like talking about people that are already in a job. Uh who would you want? Who I I'd go Holloway for me, currently out of work see if he lives close enough to do the job, but Ian Holloway, if we could get someone in like that, I think he'd change it. I think he'd do a good job.
3: I just feel Holloway's race is run, you know. I just feel like the whole TV and the jokey nature, I think we've kind of moved on. I'd be more tempted with, um, I don't know where he is now, but someone like Mark Cooper, who used to be at Tamworth. He was, he was, he was at Swindon, wasn't he? He was at Swindon. I'd be more tempted with a person of that ilk, you know, sort of quite... Low maintenance, hard working, seems switched on. I'll tell you, actually, the other guy I'd have, guy at Newport, I don't know if he's in work anymore, Flynn. Uh, yeah, he
2: left. He's at somewhere else as well.
3: <coughs> I'd have a punt at Flynn, and I'd have, and I'd have somebody. Um, if, if it's not someone like Flynn, I would want somebody like a Nigel Adkins. He's
2: at Walshaw. So he ain't doing okay. a great job at Walshaw. Maybe
3: someone like Nigel Adkins who was at Charlton. No
2: chance I'm having Nigel Atkins not in a million years. Awful manager. Have a day off. Wow. This is one of the worst shouts I've ever heard from you. Are you joking? Oh, my who God. Did say,
3: who did you say?
2: Southampton or the, the ex-Southampton you, you know, little, he
3: hasn't. He hasn't bloody coached since mob football. I won't
2: really. Like. Yeah, but I'm not having... Nigel Atkins. is an awful shout. Mark Cooper, again, he ain't done anything since he left. It's you a tough one. This is the thing I don't like is when people say... We can't get rid of Robbo because there won't be anyone else to take over or right. there's the, the, the names that we've had previously put in for the job. No one knows who's going to apply for the job. No right? no one knows. Yeah. No one knows if, say, Sven and Erickson came and applied for it. And then we went to him and went, look, you're getting 25 grand a year. And then he might say, yeah, no, no, you're all right, thanks. Do you know what I mean? We don't know until Robbo is out of a job or there is a manager's job at Wimbledon who will apply for it. So it's absolute nonsense conversation. Sometimes you
3: also know Lee, which managers are in work, which ones are not in work, and you know roughly how much they're going to want. So when you put that into the mix, you'll get rid of a lot of managers. One question I've got:
2: not going to come to us. One question I've got for you, Danny, is why do we, when we get rid of managers and SAP managers, why do we put it out as a job like on Indeed or on like Read? And, and put it out as an application. Please send your CVs in again to people that have literally no football knowledge and stuff like that. I know we had, I think it was Alex McLeish that was on the panel before. He helped. I want my Alex McLeish as well. He's a local lad now. He lives in Wimbledon. Is he? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think he helped with the appointment of Robert. I think he helped with the interviews on that. I might be wrong. But, but we asked, why don't we go? This is the people we like. Look, Luke Garrod's done a great job at Bournemouth. Let's see what his contract is. If We have to pay him off, right? We might not be able to do that. So that rules him out and see who is available. Go right. There is free agents. Your man, Mark Cooper, is available. Right. Let's approach him and see if he'd be interested. Why do we not go that route that people do? We well, you can't us, if we've we, got a manager. Well, you can. You can go. No, no, no. I'm talking no, about you you, after you a manager's gone. So you've got rid of after your a manager's man. gone, we go, they sit down and go, right, who's available? Do you know what I mean? This we know Ian Holloway is available. We we know he could do a job for us. Why don't we approach him and say, "Look, this I'm is the I'm sure moment. we
3: do, Lee. I'm certain no, we, don't I'm we certain. do. We
2: ask for applications to come we in. Don't,
3: we don't. We don't just put an advert in the back of the Guardian and say, "Look, we, come on, mate, apply." We, we must go right. We're we're going up to all these football agents or the people who are representing people. Listen, we're we're taking opportunities. Who have you got? What you're interested in?
2: We no, must. Know. We don't. We we put it as like literally on Indeed and say, "Can you put send your CV to?" this person and they get a finder's fee. Anyway, right, last question.
3: Last question.
2: Dawn Shepherd, Dawn. What would you differently if you could replay this current season? Great well, question. Do well done, Dawn. I'm on
3: it. But to be, if I'm really honest with you, Lee, it's not about what I would do, what we would do differently. It's up to the board. Like, the, 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 the biggest things are we haven't replaced people. We've got rid of very, very important assets and we've not replaced them. We haven't replaced Simmons, and we've not replaced Palmer. Now, realistically, having better players on loan, one, replacing our assistant manager, who we we thought we were going to get um, the guy when a Man United, can't think what his name is. Uh, Yeah,
2: I know. Uh, uh, Yeah, I know the one you mean, though. No, I mean. Ah, begins Uh, of the C. Cochran. That's it.
3: So we had him and involved. Great, and we had Palmer, and we've not replaced any of those three. Now. If we were to do this year again, it would be less of these 19-year-old lads. Don't have six. Keep three (laughs) lads, if you like, who went to Merstam or whatever, if you want numbers, and pick three guys who are going to teach these younger boys how to play football. Keep an assistant manager. I don't care who it is, if it's Simmons or whatever. If Simmons went, who's the next one for Chelsea? Let's have a look. And Palmer, we can sell him, but you replace him. And you replace him with quality.
2: I agree with you about Simmons. Why didn't we approach other clubs to see if we could oh, get their coaches in? Because no, we only approached Simmons, and that was it. And once he left, that was it. It was gone. Boom. He's gone. And, and and I think it's one of the big things for me. Again, I think the uh, I think the board have already answered what we we should be doing differently. The football committee should have been different. Why we got two part time scouts and a part time uh, a betting index guy who probably does like again. This is no sl- we're not slating him. Because he's probably working hard, he's doing a full-time job and working for Wimbledon as well. Do you know what I mean? So he's putting every effort into doing what he, he's told to do. But unfortunately, the football committee this year has not worked. Is that down to Joe Palmer? And is that one of the reasons why Joe Palmer left? Or was he kind of booted out because it fouled miserably this season? And it was bang obvious that it fouled. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's glaring off. And you can't even say because we've had fours or... Ramsdale before, that's just, again, we, we, we've we had better better signings previously other than just them two, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, and an and, and experienced assistant manager for Robbo. If you look at our management team, and again, I'll say it again, I, I like them all, but there is no, not one of them has played professional men's football. Not one of them has coached in professional men's football. Not one of them has managed in professional men's football. I think, Rob too, we've done a little stint at Rains Park Val, but that ain't, you can't class that as men's football. You can't
3: class that as football, man.
2: Professional. Do you know what I mean? So, we have literally got the least experienced management team probably in the whole of Football League and I think it shows with okay. the st- stats and stuff. So, right, well, we're going to move on because we we did have many questions. Thanks very much again for sending in yeah, all your questions. We had, we had a few more. Hopefully, we've answered them all as honestly as we could. Uh, a lot of them were the same as other people, so we just, I just went off the top of the list of the questions we had uh, and uh, we, we do really appreciate it, so thanks very much for sending them in. When we come back, we'll do a short preview on the massive, I keep saying this every week, massive they're game they're on Saturday. Every week they're massive. Against Cambridge.
3: The Wombles had a dream podcast.
2: By the fans, for the fans. So, final part of the episode tonight, we're going to be discussing the massive game against Cambridge on Saturday, Dan. Uh, we need to win, don't we? There's Definitely. no ifs or buts now. Draw, draw no good?
3: No. I, to be honest, I can't even speak. I, feel like, <laughs> I know, I'm literally trying to speak, get my words out. I just want to see us attack and be aggressive. I just want us to pick an aggressive team play this new lad, we haven't got, we've not got nothing to lose, play two up front and have a real, real go. Be aggressive, keep it nice and intense, have a game where it clicks. And if it does, maybe, maybe having the fans behind us will do it. I thought Cambridge, when we played them away, weren't particularly good. And we were absolutely terrible that day, again. Um, one ridiculous goal header over Zanev. Um, so it, I think it is a must win. I don't, I don't know whether or not if he loses, he's out, etc., I think it's a huge opportunity for us to really have a shot in the arm. Um, and now the fact that we've got into the bottom four, it'll be interesting to know what our reaction is as players to finally being in that bottom four.
2: So they got, they got beat by a chef Wednesday, six nil the other week. They did. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they've done the weekend. I, I will not really paying attention to the other results, but for me, it's not even about performance anymore. I like, do you know what I mean, if we lose and we've played well, like people were saying, in Cheltenham for 80 minutes, we were really good. And, we should have won the game. We didn't. We conceded one goal and then just fell apart and lost 3-1. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, that's not good enough anymore. Look, but I don't care about performance. I want to see us playing like we did at the start of the season when we didn't care who we were playing against. Do you know what I mean? If you went 3-1 up, we were going to come back and we were going to score goals. We just need to go out there and put, just win the game. Put the ball in the net and win 1-0. Do you they know what mean?
3: They lost one on the weekends at MK.
2: Yeah,
3: so that's, that's, I mean, they got Will Will Mannion, our ex lad, in um, goalkeeper. But I, yeah. I, I, I actually I hate to say it, and I don't want to get too excited, but I, I really feel we've got this is the game.
2: <laughs> we said that last week. against Cheltenham. them.
3: The fact that I'm feeling absolutely dreadful.
2: See, if we're going on the Buzz's, if we're going on Buzz's law of averages,
3: mate, that's law of said. averages is a long book at the minute. Do you but know what I mean? do feel that. With the players we've got available, if they all play and they all kick on, fans get behind the players. They're they're a team that kind of come in, come out, do okay, don't. I I genuinely, for some reason, feel that this is going to be a two-one. It's a 2 0 lead, and they're going to score with ten to go, and it's going to be nervy, and we're going to. It's going to be the oh my god, we've actually won a game.
2: Yeah, as I said I just think we have to. Yeah, like you said, but. Uh, we've got to go and win. As I said, like the law of averages, as Buzz was talking about, Buzz is lobbying his local MP to get uh, the bill through Parliament regarding law of averages because he thinks it's a real law. But hopefully we'll... uh, Order. Order. We've got to turn it around somewhere, haven't we? And uh, as I said before, and I said earlier in the show, I don't know how long this has been on. I ain't really recorded it, like how long we've been going on. I thought, fuck it, this week, we'll just go with it. Uh, Earlier in the show, I think now the board have put their... They've stamped their flag to the mast. It's a Robo flag. We need to then on Saturday get behind the boys. If we go 1-0 down, no negativity during the game. Just get back on the boys, get supporting them again because we we need three points. If people want to be in League One this year, there's no point if we concede an early goal or or, or a pass goes wrong. There's no point getting on their backs or giving them stick. It's only going to go one way. If anyone is
3: interested to be in League One, then we've done our booing and the moment. I think there was a...
2: Have you seen the interview with Gareth Bale when they say to him, like, you've had 70,000 people hiss and boo at you? And he said he never really understood it, that I'm playing badly, I'm out of form, and you think to get me going again is to boo me and hiss me, when yeah. it actually has the adverse effect that you actually think, fuck, i go into my show a little bit more and I... Do you know what I mean? I'd stop trying things because I think if I fuck up, I'm going to get booed again. So... I Would think you start that's, new lad, actually, No, no. No? I'd go Cosgrove and uh, Zach.
3: Oh, okay.
2: I thought Robinson was brilliant against Lincoln. I don't get why we didn't, why he got dropped. Well, not dropped, but maybe he can't play that many games at men's foot. I think it's crazy, but he had no, he's no. he got no fear the kid. I really like him. I've said it from day one. I really do like that, Robinson. I think he will be uh, good. And, and with Cosgrove next to win him winning headers and his pace, I think, yeah, I think them two... With the new day? Them? Huh? Cool. 2 <laughs> 2-1 Wimbledon.
3: I think I'm exactly the same. I think it's going to be 2-1 Wimbledon. And I think that it's all going to be, and I, I think if we're going to stay up, Rodoni has got to start turning it on properly in terms of the whole game. I just, I would love to bring Rodoni more into the middle of the pitch. I feel that he's wasted wide. And I feel that he is someone who should be able to pick up and pick the ball up, make these passes and have shots and, be busy, I'd desperately trying to get him in the middle of this pitch. And I'll be more tempted with the three behind, get McCormick wide, get a wide, and I'd have Rodoni Radoni right behind. That's
2: why I like three, five, two, maybe, because then you can go, as you said, you don't like you can go Radoni, Woodyard sitting in front of the three, and yeah. then you go Asal or McCormick. Do you know what I mean? And then them two can and then it'd link up with the, the left wing back or the right wing back. Uh, and, and then we can get box balls. One thing we do not do is get enough balls into the box. Definitely don't. We've got an absolute lamppost in there who will win Edders. i give it to him. He, will, he, he ain't going to run around a lot, but he will win Edders, and, and we don't put enough box balls in the box for him. But, yeah, 2-1, Dan. And, uh,
3: I, think, I think I'm back in 2-1 as well, and I think it'll be... It's just going to be one of those things that if we... I think if we win on Saturday, I think we go into the... Is it Wednesday game or the Charlton game? I think Sheff we'll Wednesday. get one out of one of them too. I think if we get one, we'll get we'll get another one out of one of those two games.
2: Chef Wednesday away, tough game in Charlton, which they've just found a Love. little bit of form as well, which is great news. So, Danny, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Again, thanks to everyone who sent us a question. Hopefully we answered well. And yeah, get involved.
3: And I'll see you on Tipping Point, Lee.
2: Deal or no deal, mate. It's no deal for me.
3: No deal, no deal. Let's hear what the banker says. The banker says, we'll back the manager, we'll give him more money next year.
2: You, you're a banker, so well done, mate.
3: Danny Baker, not banker.
2: Come on, you dodds. Womble- Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the
3: Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on
0: Facebook at The Wombles Had a Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans.